Hi guys and welcome to another episode of Bruno Explains It All. Today is a special day. Scratch that. Um, there's technically nothing special about this day. Um, my sister died today. I mean 15 years ago today but nonetheless she died on this day. You know September 1st 2007 and today marks 15 years so forgive me if my uh, I wanted to stay consistent. I wanted to keep my promise to the little listeners that I do have that continue to come back, and I wanted to keep uh, the promise I made myself into my into my sister. Yeah, um, consistency, guys. Right? I'm trying. So, welcome to another episode of Bruno Explains It All. Um, yeah, today, um. I'll tell you about my day and hopefully you guys can um, reach out right back in and tell me how your lives are going. Um, but today I went to work. I did leave a little early so that um, I could go to the cemetery with my mother and my nephew who is my sister's son. She left behind when he was turning six years old and he's 22 years old now. So it's crazy, right? But we went to the cemetery, which is something really important for me to do with them every year. And we did that. Thank you to the person. Um, they know who they are, who took us there, gave us a ride. Thank you so much. And yeah, we was able to go visit her, um, bring her some flowers and, you know, talk to her. Because that's what we do when we go to the cemetery. We we talk to her. We talk to her here at home and I, I talk to her. I don't I can't can't speak for my mom and my nephew, but you know, I'm sure they speak to her. But um I speak to her at, sometimes throughout the day depending how much i miss her you know but we went to the cemetery and brought her flowers we spoke to her you know we said a little word for her and then we came back home and guys i've just been chilling since tomorrow i do work but i got the weekend off so i'm looking forward to that i have been sort of disconnected the past few weeks even at work even in my circle non-existent circle of friends and um and yeah i've been just trying to keep a balance trying to um trying to stay focused maintain some sort of focus some consistency and still find enjoyment in the things that i love doing guys because once you're miserable and once you let people like to really really shake your spirit things that you used to love to do don't really do it for you anymore and so i think that's one reason so i think that's one of the reasons why i felt like maybe the show suffered a little bit a couple of my podcasts so my all my projects my custom shirts and custom um gear and stuff like that everything suffered and i think i know someone else who was going through a bit of a hiccup too, a creative person and you know when you're you you get stifled and shit that used to make you happy don't make you happy anymore so you have to sort of fight through it so you can regain that happiness the vmas was this weekend um did any of you guys see it i mean it, it the vmas i have a long you know history with the vmas this is something that i used to grow up watching you know during elementary school during high school during college right something that you always talked about the next day you always talked about the vmas right because there was always something going on something crazy and um i don't know it's just been um i i don't see much of the hype anymore behind it now that i've gotten older maybe i'm not sure if it's because just my um the way i receive things um it's a lot different right 
than the way it was when I was younger. You know, when you're young, you eat everything up, you believe everything you read, you follow every single trend that's laid in front of you, right? Unless you're one of a kind and you strive to be authentic and yourself. Shout out to all my rocker friends and emo friends who had their own individual styles. But, um... Yeah, so the VMAs was this past Sunday, and let me go through some of the winners, right? Um, new artist. Oh, honey, I can't even tell you who this is. Her name is Dove Cameron, right? So she won new artist. I don't know what she sings. I don't know what kind of music she does, but congratulations to her. Some of the notable people that I I know that was still part of my era, my youth, and I'm still young. I'm only 36 years old, right? So... <laughs> Um, some of those winners was Nicki Minaj. She took the Michael Jackson Video Vanguard Award, which is, you know, for MTV. It's a prestigious award. It's named after the King of Pop. It's, you know, it encompasses a videography that stands next to the timeless um, catalog that the artist may or may not have, right? Your video sells the song. So it's um it was definitely uh an honor for Nicki Minaj to receive that award I hope she she takes it that way too guys um best group I believe BTS won right video the the short video it was a, like a short film video whatever Taylor Swift took that one um Doja Cat took choreography for women um as it was took pop video that was Harry Styles the global icon um Red Hot Chili Peppers performed and took that award um hip-hop video was do we have a problem Nicki Minaj so Nicki Minaj not only did she host it but an honored she had a killer performance but she won several awards then um but to me one makes history what like literally what literally got my family to tears was bad bunny winning artist of the year this is a puerto rican artist who sings in spanish um writes in spanish he hasn't he hasn't changed his style or who he was as a person or his language his culture to appease the masses he sells millions of fucking records right and people that don't even speak spanish listen to him so it was such an honor that a puerto rican artist took artist of the year uh, i know it hit home like i had my aunt like reliving the 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 acceptance speech the next day with me she was really proud and then um another great award that i was happy to see the recipient was anita she took best reggaeton and she performed it was really cool if you're a big fan of anita it was very up anita's lane very sexy very um brazil you know uh but overall i believe that her the award was deserved she had a massive challenge this past summer with that song the song was number one for a small town brazilian artist she has come a long way guys if you're into brazil music by the way guys should also check out check out anita but you guys should also check out pablo vital she's a great great performer she's a drag performer actually guys if you're interested uh, i hope that doesn't scare some of my heterosexual male friends my homeboys right but guys listen she could get she could help you get the vibe right right for you for you and the lady she got a couple of um some nice songs she sings in three languages that i know of three languages we got um she sings in brazil brazilian 
um, no, not Brazilian. That's not a language. Um, Portuguese, uh, Spanish, and English. Yeah, she's uh, she's really up there. I'm not I'm not gonna say that she's bigger. I don't think she's bigger. No, Anita is a bigger artist. But literally, um, Anita and her are to me probably the most universally known performers from worldly known like you know across the globe known um and from brazil yo you know that i i been telling you that i've taken a couple of trips this past summer right both um for pleasure and business and and i've been able to watch a couple of performers a couple of artists um this summer alone so yeah my point is pablo vitar is a very talented artist he sings and dances for you literally the show was 60 minutes long that bitch did not stop once not once just sang in live sang live and danced through the entire show and little confession my point is pablo out sang and out danced some of your favorites this summer like no disrespect to these artists or your favorites if these people happen to be but the jonas brothers they should have been called like the mumble brothers because this past summer i'm not sure if they intentionally not sang some of the parts of the song for like crowd participation you know when your favorite artist they'll you know stop singing or they'll aim the mic to the crowd so the, the crowd can sing but he wasn't doing that he just like literally was just mumbling through the words through the verses and then at there was points where he was not singing at all the other two played instruments and you know they you know they sang they did their thing but to be honest after you're seeing associates perform because this was in the arkansas that i saw them at the shareholders um meeting that i attended right but um yo the associates were so talented and then these artists that have won grammys and stuff like that came up to surprises and it's just like damn we're giving you a run for your money but anyway pablo out sang and out danced these dudes they uh pablo didn't play an instrument but you know um jonas brothers they should just be called the mumbles brothers i also saw flow rider on that trip and flow rider he did his thing but he was very out of breath and kept jumping up and down again there was not really much choreography and you wouldn't expect that from flow rider because he's like one of those pop friendly rappers but he's a rapper at the end of the day but um yeah Flo Rida was a little out of breath. Um, Christina Aguilera, I got to see her this summer too, and she was great. She was um she did really, really good. But there were certain times where I felt like she dodged certain notes, certain very iconic notes that you wanted her to do. And side note, I felt a little bit bad for Christina Aguilera because there was people I guess that didn't even know who she was, like in the network. And um yes. There were some old people like in their phones watching like the game. I think there was a, like a football game going on around the same time. So yeah, not everybody was into Christina Aguilera, and she gave us like a forty-five minute performance. You know, she did a like forty-five minute set. So what do I want to talk about next? I want to talk about people who tend to overshare. That's right. You know how it goes. You meet a stranger at a party and 10 seconds after the conversation starts, she's deep into a very personal and, might I add, detailed story about how she just caught her boyfriend cheating. Or how about the stresses at work that are causing her to go to therapy? It doesn't seem to matter to her that you just met. She's more than happy to reveal the most intimate details of her life. It's a classic case of oversharing. But why do some people overshare so much more than others? 
and not have any clue that it might be making everyone else uncomfortable. Guys, that was the introduction of an article I came across, which is titled, Why People Overshare According to Science. It's written by Natalia Lusinski for Mike.com. Some people pe- some people believe oversharers happen because of HDHD symptoms like impulsivity, while others believe they're narcissists are oversharers. If a person is a narcissist or they feel inadequate, that often end up sharing they often end up sharing everything that comes to mind and make sure they are heard. The insecurity of feelings ignored are too much self-validation overpowers their ability to decide what to share or not. So guys, what do you think? Have you ever experienced someone, whether it be at work or in your everyday personal life, maybe a family member that tends to overshare? I would definitely love to hear your well story. I swear I go through it every day every day and for the most part it's at work so I technically have to deal with it there's no way of dodging it but um yeah oversharers wow you know who tends to overshare too and this is the only reason why I brought up oversharers is because of two different stories that I came across that I was just like TMI like did we really have to fucking know this Kate Moss the model 48 year old supermodel she did this thing for British Rogue where she sort of reminisced and went down memory lane and shared behind the scenes stories of some of her most memorable looks including the story behind her very first diamonds when Moss showed up for the 1995 CFDA Fashion Awards, she did so in a John Galliano dress and Manolo Blonde heels, pairing the look with a diamond necklace given to her by then-boyfriend Johnny Depp. Um, but the thing is where she got it from. That's the, the TMA part. It's not about the fact that Johnny Depp gave her the diamond necklace it's the fact that johnny depp gave her the diamond necklace from his ass so shout out to um i believe my third highest episode which is called why would you stick that up there kate moss received a diamond necklace from her boyfriend deb johnny depp the famous old johnny depp that we know right and she had to pull it out of his ass crack yeah so guys, this is why I say TMI. We probably didn't need to hear that, Miss Moss, but thank you for sharing. Also, another wild story is Miss Kelly Ripper. Miss Kelly Ripper just shared um, one of these amusing anecdotes in her forthcoming memoirs, Live Wire, Long-Winded Short Stories. It's going to be out this month, September 27th. It's um, 1997, right? One year after she and had married her All My Children star, um, co-star, and six months after she welcomed her first child. Ripper says that she passed out while making love to her husband and awoke in the ER. The diagnosis, not BDE, but a twin of pair of Orient cysts. The fuck is BDE? Can we look that up? What's BDE? Look it up. BDE. What does BDE mean? Oh, big dick energy. So, <laughs> you see what I mean? 
So she wasn't in the ER because of BDE. She was in the ER for sis, right? She's quoted saying this. My eyes shift between the fuzzy images on the screen, the remnants of my Orient tormentor, and Mark happily snacking away. Sex can be so traumatic, I think, and yet one of us is completely undaunted. There he is, happily munching on the saltines now and ordering a second apple juice. Mark could be at a movie or a spa. Instead, I'm flat on my back, wondering when the other two cysts will burst. Okay, TMI. Disorientation shifted to horror when Ripa realized Consuelos had hastily dressed her to look like a dime store prostitute. Miss Ripper continues, also, here is my husband, who is, dare I say, stylish, well-dressed at all times, which is true. Mark Consuelos is a stylish hot man, right? But this is what Miss Ripper is saying, Kelly. My husband, who's, who is, dare I say, stylish, well-dressed at all times, and yet he dressed me like a dime store prostitute in my time of need. It's still baffling to me to this day that this is the best costume for the day that he could find for me. To the point where when I was on the stretcher I thought I was dreaming. I was having a nightmare. I didn't realize I had come to. So the longtime couple just celebrated the 26th wedding anniversary back this back in May. So congratulations to them and congratulations to Miss Kelly Ripper on her new book. It sounds really really funny. Um will I pick it up? Probably not. Uh, would I read it if someone gives it to me? Sure. I like Kelly Ripper. Guys, in other TMI news or shit we didn't really need to know, it's not so much of a nasty story, so I'm not sure if the average person would put it in, like, you know, the TMI box, too much information. That is an acronym that I know, you see? Haha. <laughs> but yeah. I wouldn't necessarily put it in there, but I would put it in news that you don't share just because it's fucking embarrassing, and especially the way she did it. So, Miss Stacy Dash, you know, famous actress from Clueless and many other movies and TV series and shows, right? She was a network correspondent, I believe, was it for Fox? One of those networks, right? So... Miss Dash has just recently discovered that DMX has died, right? This is fine, but it's a whole year later. She finds out that DMX died and decides to make some sad, weird video of her crying and all sniffling her nose and putting her hand on her face and, you know, doing the angles. It's so fucking weird with a DMX song. Was it a DMX song in the background? No, I don't think it was a DMX song. But some like song in the background and it was just like, girl, we get it. You found out that he died, but then what possessed you to turn on the damn camera, turn it on yourself and record yourself crying? Then you put on the sad music in the background and then you post it for the world to see. I don't think it was in your best interest to share that piece of information. I'm just saying. Just saying. Now that I think about it, since we're on the topic, there is something that I have that, you know, it's always been TMI, but I've always been very vocal and passionate about it because this is what my grandmother has always told me. And I've seen it. I really have. You know, okay, please forgive me before I share it. Um, This is definitely TMI, but my grandmother has four titties. 
Mhm. My grandmother has four titties. And she calls the the second and the third. I mean, the third and the fourth. Because, you know, she got the two regular titties. But the third and the fourth, she calls them her secretaries. The secretaries of her body. If they're, like, you know, feel like sore or a little swollen, um, she knows that she's getting sick. So she calls them the secretaries of her body. And I remember when she told me this, my sister was like, Bueno, mami, será tu una perra una vaca? You know, which means, well, I guess you're a dog or a pit or a cow. Right? But she has always told us that. And I've seen it. It just, it sits like almost like underneath like her shoulders, not her shoulders, I'm sorry, underneath her arms, you know, almost on the like, you know, not too far from the pits, but like almost next to the, the, the regular tits, the regular boobs. So she has them and she says that when back in the day when she used to breastfeed, you know, milk will come out. She don't got nipples on them, but that the milk milk would come out, I guess, you know, seep out of the pore or something. Or maybe she had like a little hole, you know, when like you pop a pimple and the, like the juice comes out, it just pops right out. Maybe she had like a little, I don't know, something like that, that, you know, you squeeze and milk will come out. But I'm telling you, my grandmother has four titties. But I guess I shouldn't really complain because I have said this story a while. But I'm just, I, I guess there's a time and place for everything, right, guys? And on this podcast, I guess this is where the nonsense belongs, right? So, guys, let's just be mindful when we, before we overshare, we we should, let, let's think, should the person really need to know what I'm about to say? Really, really? Like, we don't need to know that, you know, your finger is swollen and you keep refusing an MRI and you, your son was le- dumped and you haven't seen your grandson in months. I don't think that is necessary after I say good morning. But I digress. I guess some of us all need a shoulder or feel like, again, like we're being heard. So when it comes to work, you know, I, I deal with it. But outside of work, oh, no, I, I usually cut it short. <laughs> guys that's it for today i want to appreciate you all for bearing with me this episode actually took a few days maybe more uh, about a week to record because i kept coming back and forth to it um again it was my sister's anniversary at the beginning of recording this episode now today is september 12th and we started recording this episode on september 1st so imagine um yeah but guys i'm happy thank you so much for always coming back and supporting thank you india india yo you're number two you're the second number two country that listens to me the most and i want to say special special thank you guys thank you thank you for keep coming back it must have been that elephone that that elephone it must have been that elephant episode i swear but guys thank you i have a, a a cousin that's half indian so thank you so much for the love Um, and I'll see you on the next episode.